Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 233 for the week of August 4th, 2012. Week two of the Olympics continues. And we are going to continue our Olympic marathon of podcasting. Not really. Uh, with a bunch of people who are escaping a way for me to make a clever analogy about them. So I'll just say their names. Anna Marie Newfeld. Welcome to the RPG Craft, the World of Warcraft podcast. Yay! <laughs> Alex Fuller. Woo, third in the metal table. Wait, what? GB's third in the metal table at the moment. GB's fair to the metal... Oh, oh okay. Third. Third? Yeah. Oh, oh, the metal table. Got it. Yep. Oh, I'm confused. All I heard was, GB's fair to the metal table. I know. It's, it's like I wanted to go buy some fish and chips after it, but I don't know. Oh, I was too excited to buy it. Too excited, I see. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Emmanuel Marino, uh, host of one of the only profitable Olympic Games. Staying at home and doing nothing? No, um, Los Angeles. Oh, the 1984 Olympics. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair and, warning, I will have to pee several times during this podcast, but I will try to come back in a timely manner. Um, okay. Manny, come back! Manny, come back! <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I have a gallon of water next to me that I'm drinking because it's hot. But mm. I won't. How hot is it in L.A.? It's so hot, I don't have to wear a sweater. Wow, that's pretty hot. And I'm your host, Chris Privetier. Thank you, everybody, for watching this week. We are live at rpgamer.com slash live. I hope you're following along. And if not, come on next week, 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. All right, everybody. Let's uh, let's uh, start diving into what we've been playing this week. Um, Anna, oh, you want to lead off? off. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, to nobody's surprise, I've been playing World of Warcraft. But... I've been playing some with you. Yeah, so we decided to roll um, Little Goblins to see what their introduction zone was like, because I've never, I've dabbled in it, but I've certainly never finished it. So I think we got up to close to level 10 at this point. Yeah, level 7 or so. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, not that are far. You, are you guys doing this to, you know, sort of wrap this up so you're ready for the Panda expansion? I think so. Yeah, I mean, I basically have decided what server I'm going to be on for at least Miss of Pandaria, and I think Chris has too. So this week I've basically been leveling um, a hunter so that I have an ult that I can go and sort of do the gathering stuff that I need to do that my um, druid can't because her only spec is healing, and that's the only spec I'm interested in playing on her. Mm-hmm. Hey. So you did something cool, though. I did. Um, I finished Dragon Soul in a real raid. Yay! With uh, with uh, Sean Cooper's guild, Mister Lucifer, from guest starring on the RPG Cast fame, and apparently has his own site somewhere. I don't know where you can find it. Um, yeah, I hear it's very loud. It is very loud. Oh, oh, the Cat Fancy podcast. Yeah, the Cat. F- no, that's the Dog Fancy podcast over there. I think. Oh, it's a great official podcast. It is. It is a great official uh, canine podcast. Um, yeah. So the uh, the should we call it Mooglecast because it's a, the catchy thing? I don't know. Uh, let's see. The uh, the thing is that uh, we also did our goblins on his server as well, Anna. So you yes, kind of are split between servers. You got your alliance uh, hunter going into Mr. Pandaria. You got your uh, horde goblin maybe going into Mr. Pandaria. Very intriguing. Um, what else have you been playing, Chris? Nothing really. A little bit of Pokemon Conquest, Pocket Planes. I want to hear about Mr. Manny, who's been playing, who finished something. Yeah, apparently the summertime is a great deal time. Uh, and Best Buy, lately I'm just giving anyone a heads up. 
Best Buy lately has been having some great deals where they have like a morning deal and the like greatly discounted game that's still maybe worth 20 or 30 dollars normally so uh i think it was like a week ago resistance 3 was 10 dollars. it was like 9.99 and i picked it up uh free shipping too and i put it in i beat it like in two sittings and i was thoroughly satisfied i mean i hated resistance 2 absolutely hated that game you know mm-hmm. if anyone's not no doesn't know what i'm talking about this is like that you know the big first party first person shooter series from uh from Insomniac Dog. Game. Oh, Insomniac. I don't remember. Yeah, I know. It's easy to get all these first party yeah. ones. Right? <laughs> fair enough. It's fair. But uh, I wasn't expecting too much from it because Resistance 1 was a fun launch title, but, you know, it was, it was a launch title. And Resistance 2 was a terrible game. But, <laughs> but this number three, it was, it, it was a small, intimate story about this guy. I mean, the scope, you're not saving, you know, you're not killing the chimera you know wipe them off the planet but you know you're buying humanity a little bit more time it, w- it went some interesting places i wasn't expecting it to go it was like an eight hour experience it was short but it was a lot better than i thought it was going to be and a lot more satisfying and it felt decidedly old school there was a weapon wheel i had to ha- there were health pickups i had to get there was no recharging health i can carry more than two weapons at a time my weapons leveled up the more i use them you know it, it was a thoroughly fun Enjoyable experience. Eight great eight hours. I mean, ten bucks to go to a movie in LA. You need to spend at least seventeen dollars or more. So I got more enjoyment than a movie. Okay. If it, I picked up Resistance Three a while back um, uh-huh. as part of a mayhem. Like Best Buy had this clearance thing on the gun with a PlayStation Move and the receiver. <laughs> and PlayStation gun. Yeah, I've got that Move gun, and it came with a copy of Killzone Three and Resistance Three. And I haven't played it yet, so I want to know, do you think Resistance 3 would be fun to play with the move? <laughs> um, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> but I, I have know. that whole package. I don't know what to do with it. I, I don't know. You know, Chris, if you wanted to play it, though, I, I think you would enjoy this more than your typical first-person per- shooter. Mm-hmm. Like Halo or something like that, because uh, like I said, the story's a little bit more, a little bit more interesting, a little bit more close to home. It's more of a human story. And the guns... You know, there's not like, oh, here's the assault rifle or here's the, here's the, you know, you know, here's the rocket launcher here. It's like, here's the alien gun that if I keep on using, we'll get like a flamethrower ability. And if I keep on using, we'll have heat guided missiles. Mm-hmm. I think you, it's a fun little romp. It's, are you crazy though? You got the gun too? It was cheap. How cheap? Um, It was like 30 bucks. Right. And it came with two games and the move and the, it was thirty to fifty and it came with two games, the move, the camera, the gun, everything. Wow, that is a good deal. I would have bought that too. Yeah. <laughs> it's like awesome. That's because the move controller alone is worth thirty dollars. It's basically like two free games and a plastic controller. And the camera. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so that was gonna it was nice. <laughs> it, I really bought it for the move and the camera because <laughs> it's cheaper than bundling them together by themselves. I know you have a lot of PS3 fans. I'm sure they would love to play uh, Resistance with you co-op because you could play that entire thing in co-op online. So I'm sure someone would go with – hell, I'd go through it with you. Oh, cool. That that way they can shoot stuff for me while I'm futzing with the move controller and not hitting anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> none of the audience will play with you. I'll play with you. You can just tell me how awesome it is to be <laughs> in <the> screen. <laughs> Dude, and I'll be playing it in 3D. <laughs> You had the 3D glasses too. I do. I have 3D glasses. Oh man, Sony loves you. I'm gonna just yeah, I do the whole thing. Wait, is then, it a Sony Bravia? If it's not a Sony Bravia, uh, it's not. I I couldn't afford. I I cheaped out and got a Samsung. Oh, I know. Sony 
Kesra, I would spit in your face. <laughs> you probably would, and then urinate on my corpse <sighs> for massive damage. All right, so well, <laughs> I don't even remember what I was going to say. Oh, ooh, ooh, you mentioned deals, and I got a deal this weekend. I've pre-ordered Borderlands 2. Mm. Because... So huh? Why is this a big deal? Okay, so at Green Man Gaming, they have it for 50 bucks. And there's a coupon code floating around that you can find on the Shack News uh, weekend sales post, um, and I'm sure you can find it many other places, cheap ass gamer or whatever. That gives you 25 percent off that. So for 37.50, I've got Borderlands 2 pre-ordered for PC, and I'm like totally ready for it. Green Man Gaming. Yeah, Green Man Gaming. It's uh, I think it's actually a European site, but when you okay. buy stuff there, you get uh, you get a code for Steam. So it'll huh. I'll be, I'll be you don't playing get it on European Steam. Code. You're not gonna be. It doesn't matter, does it? Yeah, no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They, they charge me dollars. I'll get a U.S. code. It'll be fine. Huh. Yeah. yeah it's pretty cool. I, I, this is how I, I did the same exact thing to get Deus Ex, and that's the only other thing in my Green Man Gaming account. <laughs> so I got Deus Ex on release date for 38 bucks. so the same thing. Cool. Yeah. So I'm all set for Borderlands 2. And, and you, you, you're going to get the, the, all the pure, the pure character and the pure bonuses and all that stuff? I don't care. That's a that's a whole new character class. The 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 Necromancer. If it's that good, I will, um, you know, buy it later. It says pre-purchase. I pre-purchased it. Let's okay, see. cool. Because I, I, it's not like it's like an extra level. It's like an entire character in it. Pre-purchase. Oh, sorry, sorry. Here, here you go. Pre-purchase now for access to the Premier Club Golden Key Vault Hunters Relic Gearbox Gun Pack New Character Class. Perfect. So I'm all good, right? All right. Yeah, yeah. Because you I know, want. it's like. Like saying like a you know a new level in Diablo three who cares like a, a shiny sword in Diablo three who cares but like a new class like that's what half the game is founded like built yeah. on. Well, I haven't played all the classes in Diablo three as is. Oh, all right. Oh man, that game. I, I, I'm losing my desire to go back to Diablo three, and it scares me. You know what? What's what's worse though is that I, I think our expectations are, are are so out of whack. I mean. We, you had we all had plenty of fun with the game, but for some reason, I think we all think there should be like this endless end game in this where wow. we'd be playing Diablo three forever. I had so much fun grinding forever and ever with Diablo two, and then raising up new characters, and I've got none of that here. Yeah, but how old are you now? You got a, a real job. You got you know a love life. You've yeah. got like a, you have a church on Sunday. You, you got he does. <laughs> I've got a love life. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who it's with. I'll have to, we'll have to find that out. Um. The, so yeah, you know, so, so you have more stuff going on. Than you're yeah, no, be... you're right, and maybe that's all it is, but it just still seems weird because I used to just wind up the day like before going to bed with an hour of Diablo two. You know, I would just fit it in just because you know that's what I looked forward to after being busy all day. I was like, oh, now some Diablo two, and then I can go to sleep. Um, and for a while, I did that with Counter Strike. I'm not now Diablo three just doesn't it doesn't I don't get that. I feel like it's frustrating to play for an hour rather than fun to play for an hour. Hmm. <sighs> Next expansion? I don't know. I think the chat room's right. I should go uh, play some more Path of Exile. I'm in that beta. I should see if uh, if that scratches the itch. Um, and then I also hear there's another um, kind of Diablo-like game that's also RTSE type game. It's called a uh, Crater. K R A T E R. It's an indie game. For you heard about it? It's uh, made by that Finnish team. It's like it's like basically like uh, Diablo Borderlands. That sounds like a good combo. Except that you're con- except you're controlling a party. A three-person party. Okay. See, the problem is then I went and looked at the reviews, and they're really low. 
So it's because not... that game is basically they sold it basically in alpha. They're, they're fixing, they're adding stuff all the time to it. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. It's, yeah, it's one of those deals. I need some feedback from people. Then is is crater worth Giant getting into Bomb or not? Yeah. Did a nice little quick look. Vinny oh. did a whole thing with it. Okay, I will go watch the quick look then. Yeah, and he does a pretty good job writing down like what the state of that game is in when he bought it. Okay, sweet. Yeah, because that's on sale on Gamersgate right now. So, all right. Uh, Severn, you you uh, you put up a review this week, and uh, people, yep. I think there were some uh, negative reactions to that review, were there not? Uh, there were some oh, a few disagreements, yes. <laughs> a few disagreements. <laughs> so tell us about it. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, I finished off Rainbow Moon early this week, which is not the name of a My Little Pony. That is a strategy RPG. Yeah, it's also the name for Planet, which is oh okay, right, confusing. <laughs> But yeah, I gave it a score of 2.5 in the end. You said enjoyably quick battle system, good soundtrack, yep. but it was very repetitive and unvaried dungeon architecture. Yep, that basically sums it up. It's, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's it's enjoyable for about the first 20 hours or so. Then the next 20 hours, not so much, because <laughs> it's the same thing over and over again. <laughs> I was starting to feel a bit grinded out after an hour, so I'm worried about finishing up that game for me. <laughs> 40 hours, huh? Yeah, it's 40 hours easily. <laughs> easily. Wow. Yeah. So, um what is it that's not that gets old? Uh pretty much everything cuz there's not really anything Yes. <laughs> introduced wow. after after you start getting more characters. So like that's uh, the only thing that's new. So, so you're running around the the world map where you can see monsters and get into fights with them, right? So I mean that's kind of how that works. Yeah. And then you, yeah. you're just doing that to get more points to level up your characters, and then that just gets old, or is there more to it that gets old than that? Uh, there's a bit of dungeon exploring as well, but that sort of gets very samey as well. Uh, I mean, just I, just because it's doing the same thing still. <laughs> Now, I had heard some complaints about the AI in the game, also making the fights not very interesting. Um, like, you could figure out how to outsmart it very easily. Like, you could, hiding yeah, people you could. behind your lines or waiting, respawning battles until the boss spawns behind his own enemy lines or something like that, so that you can just take uh, them out. Yeah, that's more this sort of this random placement in every battle. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you can basically get screwed over by that if it puts, say, the boss at the very front next to your party. Mm. In which case, you'll have to quit the battle, go back in again, and wait till you get a favourable one. Oh, that sounds delightful. Yeah. Uh, the AI itself, I didn't have that much of an issue with it, because it sort of seemed more like a puzzly thing to help with the... make the battles more interesting, because you actually had to think of a strategy to do that in the first place. So that wasn't too much of an issue. Oh, okay. But yeah, the big issue is just the same thing over and over again. <laughs> is it fun for a while at least? People should try it for a few hours and then just throw it, put it down? Is there like a point where you yeah. can say, yeah, you, you're done at this point? Yeah, that's generally around sort of 20, 20 hour mark. That it's just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just that? <laughs> yeah, <bleh. laughs> All right. Well, there, there, there you go yeah. then. So I'm just curious. I didn't read any of the, the feedback. What what was the controversy about this? Um, exactly? Someone disagreed with the score, and then someone who always disagrees with our reviews came on and said, I disagree with this review. 
Oh, that, I, that that's not I haven't played the game, but I still disagree with your review. <laughs> All right. And so, um, what, the, the first guy who got very angry about the score went and made a thread about it on GameFAQs. And the best part was, is everybody on GameFAQs either agreed with their review, including the guy who'd sunk 100 plus hours into it, or liked Chris. <laughs> They actually commented on the podcast, apparently. Yep. They were like, I like that site. Chris is awesome on the podcast. <laughs> that was that was the best part. No one agreed with this guy that the review was crap. I'm scared that I got praise from GameFAQs people. See that, Alex? It's Alex, changing my worldview. I didn't know that people like were kind to people over there. I'm so impressed. Not only that, though, Alex, you must be feeling great that people actually on the internet going, no, no, that was, that was a decent review. It was a decent review. Like, on GameFAQs, people were saying, yeah, that's, that's fine. <laughs> Is that usually a bad sign? Yeah, you're not puff reviewer until you've got a full I mean, it, it's sort of like um, it's sort of like a a sign of end times coming. Yeah, or or Alex might be onto something. Is it sign of a that his review isn't good because GameFAQs people didn't hate it? No, they're like, no, this is fine. This is what we expect from him. <laughs> it's like, that might be, it's so scary. Anyway, thanks, GameFAQs people. I didn't know you were out there and that you were listening. That's cool. There you go. Yeah. Fans at the Game Facts. Fans at the Game Facts. I will take fans at the Game Facts. I use Game Facts a lot, especially for hard games and, and difficult games and, and really long games. And games where I get lost. The games he plays. Yeah, all yeah. of them. Yeah, right. Let's see, I have a Game Facts folder bookmarked right here about Valkyrie Profile so I can finish up that last dungeon. Ugh. Oh, I thought you were about to say Valkyria Chronicles, but I know you never started that one, right? I did. I got like six missions into that. And then what happened? Am I further along than you? Say what? Am I actually further along in that game than you? Yeah, maybe. I bought, I fought some big tank and then uh, took a break and never got back to I it. I thought you liked that game, though, Chris. I do like that game. <laughs> but you want to go back and play some more Diablo 2? <laughs> I do. No, I, no, no. I want to maybe, want to play Diablo 3. Maybe you'll want to play more Diablo 3 when I go home and I can actually play with you? You know what I want to do? I want to hear about Growlancer. Do you? Yes. <laughs> Can you help me with that? <laughs> I no. can't, yep. <laughs> <laughs> you just say no, I'm not helping you with that. <laughs> yeah. No, you've been, I imported, you, you've, been pl- you've been playing that, right? Yeah, I imported it and I paid for quick shipping so I could get it quicker. But I'm about four hours in at the moment and um really liking it, so Everybody on the site who's playing it is tweeting about how awesome it is. Now this yeah. is a remake of a PS two game? Yes, it's Great Answer 4. Which I don't think we ever... Uh, well, I don't think we never got it. I don't think North America ever got it either. So does it feel old? I mean, does or does it feel like sufficiently updated and modern? Or, or is it old and you it, just like it old? It looks old. I mean, the sprites are not very detailed. Um, but it doesn't feel too old. I mean, yeah, the only way it looks old is on the um, looks, basically. Um, battle battle systems, okay so far. It's not been partic- the best one, but it's mostly the, the story so far has been great. So that looks to be the best part of it. Cool. All right. Uh, so good story, old graphics, and can you describe the gameplay? How does this work? Uh, it's... A bit of a mixture of turn-based and real-time strategy. So you, you give orders to your characters, and they just basically carry them out in real time. 
that you can sort of pause it and give them new orders. Okay. That I mean, works. Yeah. There's no all the battles sort of take place on the map map as well, so there's no real sort of transition between exploration and battles. Mm. Uh, okay. Yeah. Everything's divided into missions as well, but it's sort of it's a mixture of mission based and free flowing sort of Final Fantasy style stuff. So you're vi you're visiting towns sort of as you want. You can chat to NPCs and stuff, and then you get into actual missions. Oh, that sounds really fun. I want to play that. Yeah. I will download it for you today. Okay. You do that. All right. Uh, sweet. Growlancer. And look for more to come. I'm sure we're working on a review on that, too. Uh, yeah, Sam's working on the review. Yeah, Sam's doing that? All right, good. Yeah. So we'll get that up soon. Cool. Well, that's what we've been playing. Uh, let's uh, talk about what you guys have been saying. Uh, first off, we got some feedback from Master Chief, who says, Now for something game-related. With SWOTOR going free-to-play... Oh, he's spoiling a news story later on. What are the odds it can stand in the already crowded free-to-play market? How long will it take to make up its ridiculous budget? And more importantly, are MMOs which attempt compelling single-player content a fool's errand? Fool's errand! What do you think, Anna? Did I lose her? No, sorry. I just realized that I was muted again and talking. Oh. Um, I really don't know how to answer this question because I feel like it's slanted. I reject the premise of the question. Um, yeah, I definitely think that there's room in the free-to-play market for a game that was um, that has a ton of potential, just doesn't have the player base. Um, I think that is like the exact kind of game that needs to go free-to-play. And honestly the stuff that they're offering is free to play is all the stuff that I'm in. I'm personally interested in. So I feel like I'm very biased towards this question. The things that they are offering under subscription are going to be more the things you want to do. And we'll get more to that with the story later. Um, yes. Oh, I'm, I'm echoing back. Ooh, echo back. That was weird. Hannah's uh, mic went crazy and I'm loud. Okay. Well, whatever. Uh, <laughs> what is, uh, Ah, technical stuff so how to make up for its ridiculous budget um i don't know that do you think it will ever make up its ridiculous budget yeah but i mean i think it's going to be i think they had an unreasonable expectation of how quickly they were going to make up that budget so i mean they were basically looking at being five million subs within the first two years and at least three million within the first year well we know at this point it's dropped below one million and I think we're just basically at the point where, yeah, we're all used to the idea of paying for an MMO, but at the same time, it was like we were listening to the tour show, and it's like, if I'm going to be away for more than half the month, what are the things I cancel? Okay, I guess I'll cancel my Netflix, and I'll cancel my tour. Oh, I might as well keep my WoW. And it's like, does that make sense? Yeah. Definitely makes sense. But uh, so this is good for them, though, because this way people don't have to cancel it. They might go back in and buy some of those free to play items. Well, and honestly, I'm I'm really interested in seeing their full model. They haven't revealed it yet because I want to know what they're going to offer a la carte. That's for me going to be the big make or break. Right, so, so the 
the basic right now is you can still do level one to fifty for yeah. all the classes, right? Here, mm-hmm. let me. Yeah, I've got the chart up. Let's just talk about it. Yeah, let's I was wondering. All right. Uh, let's see. So, uh, da, 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 da. oh, that's the rewards. Uh, where's the other chart? I think I got the wrong chart. I'm sorry. Hold on. God, be a professional. I've got the rewards chart. I'm looking for the how does the free to play work chart. But you know, man, I, I was interested. I was seeing the giant bombcast. They're making some good points. Like some executives, their heads are gonna roll for this. Heads are gonna roll. Hmm. No, well, I mean, I just think that they were caught at a really awkward phase in the MMO market. Oh yeah, absolutely. But they still sunk how many hundreds of millions into this? Like, yeah, but I mean, at the same time, when they started this, like what six years ago? Wow, was it? You know? Oh, I know. Yeah, I'm totally. They, billion subscriptions, and it looked like it was never going to stop. And the plays exactly. were like those games that other people play. You know what I mean? That's where Project Copernicus. That's when they started their thing. Like, look at this. Oh, look. Yeah, look yeah. At this that's gold mine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I think there were a lot of people that all started, you know, pay-to-play games around the same time. And they've all come out. And, I mean, to- uh, The Old Republic was really the last one that was coming out, except for... There's one more, Copernicus. though. The Elder Scrolls, which started around the same time, too. No, no. Honestly, the that fact one's that... That going to launch free-to-play. ...deadly silent on the payment model, there is no way that they are going pay-to-play. Oh, yeah. But you know they started. The way they started, you know, had to be paid a play. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At the same time, realistically, I think what they're going to do is they're going to have a side-to-side model. So they're going to launch in the same way that, for example, Free Realms launched. So Free Realms is a free-to-play game. Or you can subscribe for $5 a month and unlock a ton of content. Or you can pay for Sony Bucks and buy stuff a la carte. Uh, which, okay. There are different things that are available on each of those different levels. So, for example, if you want to be an animal tamer, you um, can get the subscription and it unlocks more pets. Or you can buy even more pets a la carte. Right. So you're just speculating they might have tiers with, with all, right. all the Right. I mean, this is, this yeah. is just an educated guess. Yeah. yeah. So, here's, so here's for SWOTOR, for, for the Old Republic. Um, here's what we got. Story content um, will be the same for free and subscription players. Uh, free players will get limits on how many character creation choices they have. They will have limited access to war zones. There'll be ha- limits how many they can do. And flashpoints, that's, uh, that's like WoW's dungeons. They'll have limited access to how many of those they can do. Uh, they'll have limited access to the number of space missions they can do. They will have no access to operations. That's raids. They will not be able to raid at all without paying um, Travel features. Limited access to travel features. Travel features yeah, that are described. Me. What does that mean? Here's what it's described as. Subscription members have access to all travel functionality, making getting around the world easier. I don't know what that means. Basically, Manny, there <laughs> is um, not only your Hearthstone, but there's also a fleet pass that you can use once a day, and there's something else, too. Yeah, but or is it fat speed of your speeders and stuff, or do you just have to walk? 
you oh, need to you watch. Imagine? <laughs> there's so you many Yeah, there's so many questions about what exactly that means that they're going to have to elaborate before we. They haven't even decided. Sure. Probably that's crippling. All right. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Game login. Uh, priority access to game logins for subscribers. Normal access. So if there's queues, you'll get on the server earlier. Like <laughs> their queues anymore. No, I don't think it is. Unless they condense all the servers down again. Uh, Galactic. So a number of auctions you can have up. Fifty listings if you're a subscriber. Limited. And I think this one used to say extremely limited, um, but now it just says limited. Yeah, it did used to say extremely limited because they were making fun of that on the tour cast. I, think, I don't know. So, but who cares? Um, so that, that so, those are your limits, and there's more, and there's obviously a lot of details that aren't filled in. On, but that's that's the older public free to play, and honestly, all I care about is full access to story content. So I'm good. Yeah, that's that's where they spent the hundreds of millions. That's where they bought like the. That's where they that why they had the Guinness World Record for the most voice actors, and that's where they have all the the, the big names and the development and the the writers. That's I, where it all went to. I'm so shocked that they actually think their end game content is going to make people subscribe. I think they have their well, heads up their butts. Yeah, I I feel like this is a little backwards. Um, hey, but it's a great deal for gamers. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I'm a little concerned that yeah I think that they feel like hey if people do all of our story stuff it'll totally pull them into the game and then they'll want to subscribe, but or they'll my, be satisfied and walk away. Yeah, yeah, I think that's I think it's gonna come back and bite them in the arse because I think that's what's gonna happen is I'm gonna go through all of my story content and then I'm going to be fine because I feel like I've gotten everything I can out of the game. I mean, the rating in. Old Republic is not jumping up and down for me. All right, so here's the other thing they, that you might spend money on. It's called cartel coins. And this is going to be their kind of free-to-play currency, or microtransaction currency, rather. So you can buy these, or if you're a subscriber, you're going to get a bunch of them for past subscriptions, future subscriptions, ongoing subscriptions. Um, anyway, so either way, you get the coins. And then you can do things like buy, spend them on pets, uh, thrones... <laughs> Like uh, you actually can buy a piece of furniture you can sit on, and like uh, items like the lost helm of Darth Nihilus, with so a bunch of vanity items. So I guess they're also expecting people to go in and play the story for free, and then want to buy all these vanity items and pets and stuff. Yeah, I think that works for some games. Collectors, yeah, and I'm I'm not sure if collectors have really hit tour. You know what I mean? Because there really wasn't anything to collect before now. I mean, there were a really finite amount of companions, and they were always at the same set level, and there really wasn't a ton of pets, and I don't think there's achievements tied to any of those, right? I I have no idea. I mean, I'm not playing Star Wars for achievements anymore. No, but I mean, I think that's what makes collecting compelling to people in WoW. It's it's like, not only do I have 150 pets, but I have an achievement for it, and I can show people, you know? Yeah. Well, I guess so much for the Mac port. That they were they were hinting at. Yeah, yes. that's probably not happening at this not point. Not gonna happen. No. no. At least the Elder Scrolls though, if it's free to play, and that that definitely they already announced the Mac part for that one, so I'll be able to play with you guys. All right. If anyone actually wants to play the Elder Scrolls, yeah, we'll find. I'm out. not interested in it, but hey. uh, I'd rather just play Skyrim. <laughs> that's what I'm wondering. That's what I'm thinking like, I don't know what Elder Scroll fans really want. That I don't know. Maybe right. I'm crazy. Maybe I'm out of touch. Well, so call me maybe, but um, we have some. Some voicemails. Let's get into those. Boop, 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 boop. Voicemail. Uh, hello, RPG cast. Uh, this is Michael, 
and I just had a couple questions. I was reading a rumor on the Final Fantasy Wikia that 5 and 6 were going to be remade for 3DS. Has this just been a rumor? What are your thoughts? Would it be cool? Uh, that's all. All right, Final Fantasy V or VI remakes on 3DS. Um, I heard Final Fantasy V and VI remakes for the DS years ago, so I don't think this is a new rumor. I, mean, I think that the idea of it on 3DS is certainly more compelling of an idea. I guess. Because they know. just remade it on the Game Boy. No, they, they re- those aren't remakes. Those are kind of ports. Right. So, I mean, if they want to do, like, a Final Fantasy XIV... Um, complete or final fantasy 4 complete type of collection yeah the 3ds does make sense well i and i don't see that happening because the idea of making a sequel to a game that takes a lot of resources so i uh, think you're all wrong this yeah. is going to be on the ouya clearly oh the ouya that's right well we did find out this week and we'll have a story on that about something from square that will be on the ouya so we'll get to that later all right Ooh-yah! so i'm sorry michael i think those are both rumors and you're not going to see them uh but if they do happen, it's not going to be for a while. Uh, obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, just don't think this is going to happen. You know, Square is very light. A while. Square is very light on RPGs for the rest of the year, so maybe. Yeah, we're doing Run to the Sun. We're not even going to Square Enix. Yeah. You say Square Enix now, but we should just be saying Idos. <laughs> Idos, you're right. We should be. But but Emma Stone's in Sleeping Dogs. That kind of makes me want it. Really? Oh, the game is. So I like everything. Bad. She, well, I just. I like seeing it's her so act. <laughs> All right. Anyway, next ga- next voicemail. Oh, RPG cast. This is Michael again. Um, I have this quick question. What is the best free-to-play MMO out there? No initial payment, no monthly subscription. Uh, that works well on Mac and... Windows compatible. Thank you. Bye. Um, it's called going outside and going to a park. <laughs> I I'm going to say the best free to play will be uh, Star Wars: The Old Republic on Windows <laughs> pretty soon. But what do you think, Anna? I'm so biased. I'm just not going to answer this. Oh, oh, you're going to pick one of the ones you do PR for. Yeah, yeah. you can't do that. No. You can tell me and then I'll do Mac it. PC cross compatible free yeah. to play. No and there client. isn't that the problem. That's the what, other problem. What is There's that? That many Mac free to play. Can you name no, any of the ones you know that are cross compatible, Anna? You'd have to be browser based, right? Ah, uh, yeah, pretty much. I well, mean, let's... you're looking at a bunch of browser based. You're looking at WoW up to level twenty and Lotro. Lord of the Rings no, Online? Rings. Uh, that, there's no Mac client for that. Remember, they laughed at me when I asked about that. Oh, that's right. <laughs> um, yeah, it's tough to get a free-to-play on Mac. There's something on Steam, isn't there? They have a free-to-play yeah, section. Yeah, there's a, there is a free-to-play thing. Team Fortress 2. Some of the games on there are Mac compliant right. because they're my client's games. All right, all right. Well, hold on, hold so, on. Um, yeah, Team Fortress, I'm going down the list, and it's seriously, it's like Team Fortress 2. Uh, that's not an MMO. Uh, Windows, 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 Windows. Spiral Knights. Is that any good? Why do you Apple fanboys keep on buying MacBooks? Just get a real PC and this wouldn't be a problem. Apple fanboys. <laughs> Who are you yelling at? <laughs> the mirror. Yourself. <laughs> Who is Spiral Knights done by again? I, um, 
blah. The the you let me find the button. Where's the button? Spiral Knights. It's one of the top. Ooh, you know, DC Universe is cross-compatible in that it's PC and PS3. Does that count? Yeah, that, so it's That all is apparently a really good free-to-play. games, like Free Realms is both PC and PS3, and it's See, really fun. Yeah, that would be like a really good, well-produced free-to-play to, to get into. I don't know. Um, how about Guild Wars 2? Wait for that. Oh, that's not Mac. No, it's it's buy-to-play. Uh, yeah, but you buy once and then no, play No, but forever. he said no upfront costs, ah. no monthly fees. I don't know of any good ones. I know there, there's got to be something out there that's really fun. I just don't know. Um, the Sword of the New Chat World room says, Hanuk? yeah, Sword of the New World is free to play, and you can get into that and enjoy sailing around, but it is Windows only. Sailing around? Yeah, sort. oh, not Sword of the New World. I'm thinking uh, Pirates of the Burning Coast. Pirates, Pirates of the Burning, the Burning sea. sea. Pirates you of the Burning Sea. You are terrible. You well, suck whatever. this. Yeah, Sword of the New World is also not Mac compatible, but it is free to play. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I think we're quickly realizing there just isn't that. They're many all free- Windows. They are just all Windows. Um, so I'm gonna say, um, just pick one of the really good Windows ones, and then you won't feel too bad that it's not a Mac. Oh, that doesn't work at all. All right, chat room is saying Spyro Knights gets old fast. Uh, three Rings. Somebody suggests something called Three Rings. Um, that that's is. a company. Oh, that's who makes. Yeah, Spyro that, Knights, that who made Spyro Knights. Okay. Um, Fantasy Star Online Two, which is currently only in Japanese and only runs on Windows. No, that won't work. <laughs> yeah, it's coming to North America and Europe. But How about Warhammer yeah. Online? Is, you know, yeah, that's Windows. Elder Scrolls, the MMO. Yeah, Elder yeah, <laughs> Scrolls in three years. Yeah, there just isn't any free-to-play stuff for no, that. Elder Scrolls should be out within a year, Anna. That game's just aging too much to not come out soon. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't have anything good for you. We're going to need someone to write in. If you know some good cross-platform MMOs that are free-to-play... Let us know, because I would say DCUO or... Um, yeah, or for now, I think we basically like can that. say wow up to level 20. Yeah, that's cross-platform. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. But maybe if you can pet battle in Miss of Pandaria up to level 20, then uh, you could do that for a while. That would keep you busy. I, I don't know. All right. Uh, next question is from Aslot, who writes in and says... How do you print in the subject? How do you pronounce res, rest here? Resetier. Reset. Resetier. Reketier. Reketier. which is another Xbox game. I think it's Resetier. <laughs> Resetier. I don't know. I think. Uh, dear RPG cast, who's excited for Ease Salsetta on the PlayStation Vita? Um, I, I imagine uh, Michael Cunningham is very excited for that. It does look good. Okay. So, all right. Uh, Alex is excited too. Good. I haven't played any of my Ease games. I just collect them and then tell myself I'm going to play them later. So I'm not excited yet. Number two, who's heard of the... He keeps saying... He spells who's wrong. Who's heard of the Inquisitor RPG game now in closed beta? Apparently 10 years in development and three years in translation. Really? Have you heard of this? I've never heard of this either. What is this? I haven't. Hmm. And then, why is there a link to Shack News in here? This is weird. Uh, Metal of Honor Warfighter looks at human story. Okay, I don't know why that's there. Did I get mispasted? I might have got mispasted. All right, who's heard of the Inquisitor RPG game? Never heard of it. Sorry, we fail. So we're going to get, like, no points this week. Speaking of adventure and RPG games developed by lesser-known foreign dudes, has anyone played the any of the Dark Eye games coming out of Germany? I've never heard of this either. 
The Dark Eye. Where does he find this? The Dark Eye is a German role-playing game created by Ulrich Kiesau and launched by Schmidt Spiel and Freizeit. I, I can't even say that. GmbH. Um, the name literally. That's like saying LLC here. Oh, okay. The name literally means the Black Eye. Um. It is the most successful role-playing game on the German market. So it looks like a pen and paper game? Yeah, it must be a pen and paper, paper game. Okay. I have not played any of the Dark Eye. Sorry. I assume no one else has either. All right. I have not. Since it's German, I will say yet. All right. Uh, how about nine? Yet oh, is nothing. Right. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Controversial yeah, bit, bit question. Too far yeah. <laughs> it's also Russian. That's a good point. Uh, controversial question of the week. Everyone says that Kickstarter is the fad trend hotness of gaming, but is it really? Can you call something a fad if we haven't seen a major game that's been funded actually get released in real life? For now, I think Kickstarter should be called a collective dream or maybe a collective delusional psychosis or maybe even collective hypnotism. Uh, we call it a mass delusion, I think, is the is the is what you're looking for. But I don't think it can be called a fad until a solid library of real-world video games actually exist, where, which were originally funded via Kickstarter. Thoughts? Well, sure, it can be called a fad. It's, it's yeah. what people are talking about it's, right now. Yeah, the fad is putting your thing on Kickstarter. You, you don't have to finish it. It's just, I'm going to put my thing on Kickstarter. As a matter of fact, why not? you certainly don't have to finish it. You're even... <laughs> The law's on your side if you don't finish it. I know. <laughs> so don't worry about it. You're almost encouraged not to do any work after you get the money. Uh, don't worry about now, it. Now, um, Cthulhu Saves the World and Breath of Death 7's PC port were yeah. kickstarted. That's yeah, not no. a major one, but um, I definitely think it was a stepping stone towards them getting Penny Arcade 3. And there are other games that have actually come out from Kickstarter, like uh, card game ports and stuff and iPhone yeah. games and stuff. They've, yeah. I, I'm sorry I don't have the names. I just know that I've been watching stories. Miskatonic School for Girls. Can't wait to play that. Was that a Kickstarter? But we're still waiting for the Yes, it was. Game. Oh, wow. There you go. So that's a that's a card game. That's a real yep, it's a yeah. board card game. Physical card game, yeah. So what but, are you saying, yeah, I feel like at this point, we're all kind of waiting for the big Kickstarter project to take the money and run, right? Yeah. Which we Ooh, think, yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> no, it's actually starting to look I don't know, serious. No, not but serious. But you know someone's going to do it. It's so easy to get money. It's so easy to just, you know what? Well, and nothing happens to you if you don't deliver. No, I think uh, I think we're more likely to see, um, you know, a, a project fail than a, than a, than a large-scale scam. What happens if there's no, just mean, not good games? We have seen some projects fail, but I don't think they've been video game. Like, um, one of my friends backed a video project. And then, um, like, six months later, they actually had a second Kickstarter for the same video project because they're like, we ran out of money. Give us more. There's that, there's that Kickstarter for the podcast that still hasn't started. Ooh. Was that Idle Thumbs you know, or something? I, I don't want to be that guy to say that, but what happens if the Double Find Adventure game is, like, four hours long and not very good? What happens if yeah. Shadowrun Returns <laughs> is just a, f- a crappy game <laughs> made you, in the You, you end up wanting to return it to the store, yeah. And what happens if Wasteland 2 is not as deep and as funny as we think it is going to be. Yeah. All of these games can be disappointing and crappy, and that's the part that people are going to have to deal with. And, yeah, uh, cause just because be you fun. paid money and you had a little bit of input doesn't mean it's going to be what you want it to be by the yeah. time it's done. <laughs> welcome, to, uh. welcome to funding projects. Be used to disappointment. Because just, you know, the reality is development. You think your game's going to have a deep diplomacy system and tactical combat, and then you realize, oh, wait, I need to ship this by October. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, and yeah. wait, I just spent $250,000 of the money that I was given to ship out t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, that's well, that's a whole other issue. Stop promising physical goods, people. <laughs> they hurt your budget. Yeah, I, 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 um, Chris, you haven't watched the Double Fine Adventure uh, no, videos I'm, yet. No, though. I have not. It's fat. It's great. It gives you such great insight into the actual game development process and how Tim Schafer's mind works. And you, they were sitting around the table talking about how much money they had to make this game. And they're like, actually, uh, we only have about this much. They're like, what? what are you talking about? It, it costs this much to ship everything. You're like, you're effing kidding me. <laughs> like everyone on the table is in such disbelief. It's like we have to make with this in how many months? Oh, this is <laughs> you know every. They're they not the only ones who are in disbelief. I think it was kind of candid. Yeah, it, I think Bill 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 Muir, you know the giant bomb friend. Yeah, I think he was legitimately going ah oh, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know, man. It's just they don't have as much money as you think they do. How much they did they end up with after it was done? Just a million or something, or like four hundred thousand? No, seriously. Yeah. Well, where did all the rest of the money go to? Half of it to make the stuff and ship it, and then taxes. That seems wrong. All right. No, four hundred, five hundred thousand. You can watch the video. They my, my really number messed might... up. Well, oh, that's crazy. They really messed up their budgeting. It sounds like. All right. Because they had like four million. Is that right? Am I? Am I thinking the wrong company? Because they went down I... to three and a half. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, right. no. You might be thinking of. Um, it was one of the first really successful Kickstarters, and they kickstarted a second game in the series as well. And they were talking about the fact that. They got like a quarter million, but ended up having about sixty thousand to deal to work with by the end. Star Command. Yeah, Ooh. that's what I yeah, think you're they... thinking of. Oh, is that why Star Command is bad? Okay. Oh, it's not. No one said it's bad, but it's oh just... no, people have been saying it's bad. Who play Ooh. it at the trade shows? Yeah, I haven't heard anything well, positive coming out of it. Oh, no, you mean Alec? I mean, I'm not Michael Apps Wheels. Yeah, he's one of them. He got quoted on the internet for saying that. Oh, did he? Yeah, by by another website. To be fair, though, I have very different tastes from Michael. Oh, okay. There's there's very few times where our tastes overlap. Which is the game that Cheapy D really likes? That's is that Star Command? Is that what he's waiting for a sequel to? No, it must be Foosball. No, not not (laughs) this this week. It's Foosball. I thought there was something else. All right. Oh, no one will get that. All right. Number five. Question number five. Say you've got your three best friends over for an evening of hanging out. What's your go-to game of choice? It can be a board game. Oh, Star Control. That's the one. I have never played that. And someone tell me if that's worth playing. All right. So you say you've got your three best friends over for an evening of hanging out. What's your go-to game of choice? It could be a board game, a card game, video game, pen and paper, anything. What do you recommend for playing with others? Um, right now, my two go-tos are Settlers of Catan and Dominion. And they're both uh, board slash card games. What do you got, Anna? Clue, Master Detective Edition. Seriously? No, I'm just making fun of Kitten. Oh, okay. Manny, do you have anything for when people come over? Boot up the Mario Kart 7? Nothing? Alex, anything? Yeah, my problem is that none of my friends like RPGs or slow games too much, so it's usually either Halo or FIFA. <laughs> hey, that's something though. The FIFA, that's great. Hey, FIFA. That's that that totally qualifies. Okay. Hmm. 
Okay. Well, uh, I guess that's it. <laughs> I guess uh, nobody has. Most of us don't have a uh, game, a go-to game. Sorry. Um, it's Arkham Horror for me. In Arkham actuality. Horror. There so you go. It'll probably end up being Miskatonic School for Girls by the time I get home. Mm. If, if if you have the right friends, uh, Cards Against Humanity might be fun. <laughs> yeah, Apples to Apples is definitely a big one when a bunch of uh, my friends get together. Beyond that, um, Shadows Over Camelot. Shadows over Camelot. We, uh, we played Shadows over Camelot so much when I was in Manitoba that um, we bought the really nice like $50 figurine set for the guys that own the game. Because we just end up it's like, hey, we're all getting together. Yeah, can you bring your game again? Thanks. Hmm. Hum, hum, hum. Uh, hold on. I'm setting something up for the next segment here. See if I can go. Oh, 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 what's wrong? What? Are you kidding me? Someone stole it. Someone stole my team alias. They stole it from last year. I can't use it because it was used last year. Okay, that makes no sense. So I want to plug Extra Life right now because that's going on, like, right now. And uh, Extra Life, extra-life.org. Um, it's time to register. It's time to start donating and pledging what you're going to give to people who are going to play 24 hours to raise money for Children's Miracle Network Hospitals to help heal kids against all sorts of things, cancers, diseases, whatever. So we are, we are starting to get into the drive for that. So if you'd like to donate and be part of that, I really encourage you to go and uh, go do that. Uh, let's see. And I'm going to try and make a nice and easy... Yeah, so I have to change that. Uh, old... Yeah, and you're going to be able to go and join our team page and see it at www.extra-life.org slash team slash rpgamer. And that's where you'll be able to see all the stuff that we got going on. Yes, up to date. Perfect. Sponsor me because I'm the most awesome. Oh, really? Is that how that works? Sponsor me. Sponsor me because I want to beat Chris this year. Oh, I see. I see. Hmm. <laughs> Pretty cheap of you. All right. So, are we gonna do any cool camera stuff this year? Uh, I don't know exactly what's gonna happen this year, but there's a good chance that Anna and I will be streaming, and Sam will be streaming, and maybe Noodle will be streaming, and other people will be streaming, and Alex and Quinn might be streaming, and all sorts of people might be streaming. I don't know. We'll see. Right. Does that sound right? Everyone wants a stream? Yep. yep. Yeah, I probably won't be because I don't know if I'm around then. So. Oh, well, Alex won't but be streaming. I'll probably be hanging around Already pulling out. Oh. <laughs> I know, I suck. Mm. Let's see. And that looks good. Yeah, so our team page is there and things will get more more info to come as we get closer and closer to the events and i think we'll be partnering again with playstation nation have, have a nice big drawing and all sorts of cool stuff going on again this year so look forward to that so let's talk about news people news, news, news. so do we want to get further into the free-to-play star wars stuff or do you think we've covered it more or less pretty sure we covered sort of it. the big news of the week yeah that was the big news of the week and yeah we kind of we kind of hit that done um and actually why don't you go ahead and give us the rest of the mmo roundup 
Sure, that sounds good. All right, um, let's kick off. Just tap over to it. Um, World of Warcraft officially drops to 9.1 million subscribers, adds new Battleground to beta. The news on the movie has been updated because they got rid of uh, Sam Raimi because he's going to be busy. The script is now going to be written by Charles Levitt, and they just released some Mega Block toys. I think Manny has one of those. I think he's going to play with it right now. He's he'll be back okay. in a minute. Yeah. Um, Pirate One Hundred and One close beta begins. It's made by the same <gasps> people that make Wizard One Hundred and One. How do I get into that? Oh, you got to go register. I did. Okay, they sent out codes to a select number of registered users. Um, this is like the week for betas. The Planet Side 2 beta is going to begin. The Fiction Fighters is about to begin. Seven Core for Europe open beta is about to begin. Um, Ragnarok Online is having a huge ongoing war on their new servers as opposed to their classic servers. Um, there was a really interesting editorial on MMORPG about um, free-to-play overtaking pay-to-play by 2013. So this is going to be like the last year that we'll see pay-to-play making more money than free-to-play. Which I don't think they're making more money than free-to-play. All right. Um, there's actually an interesting editorial on Joystick about can character gender create drama? So basically it would be things like guys playing girls, girls playing guys, and pretending to not be the gender that they the actually answer are is for. Yes. <laughs> um, there will now be an official Firefall tournament at Gamescom 2012, and Webson has announced they will be going to Gamescom as well. You just reminded me. I think Firefall was uh, confirmed to be Mac PC, and that's free-to-play, right? Is it? I have no idea. Oh, Wildstar. That's the one. You're thinking Wildstar, yeah. Oh, yeah. Are any of the Perfect World games PC, Mac? No. Okay. They're like I know all PC Korean stuff. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's the MMO in a minute. MMO in a minute. Okay, cool. And someone has me typing in some numbers, so hold on a second. Da, 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 da. So we had a the first big story <coughs> is of course an update about the Ouya, which is the most important console coming to market Ooh, in the next yeah. four years. It's you could say it's it's going to be the first next gen console, isn't it? And uh, running on a Tiger three. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just having trouble doing that with a straight face. Uh, we got some an update on a title that's going to be coming out with the Ouya, and it's from Square Enix. That's right. It's Final Fantasy three. You know the game they put out on the DS and then on the iPhone, iPad, Android. They're going to be bringing it over to the Ouya. That's what you've been waiting for. Does this legitimize the Ouya console for you? No, it definitely unlegitimizes it. Unlegitimizes it? What are you no. talking about? I'm just being silly. Hmm. Illegitimizes it? It's an illegitimate it, console? What do you think, it, Alex? It doesn't really do much either way. To be honest. It just confirms that it's Android. <laughs> That's what it really does. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Well, that's very disappointing. So, is anybody excited? Is nobody excited about that? And it is, uh, but it's coming. So, there you go. And I mean, good for them. I think that's cool. Um, it just isn't impressing me personally. 
Yeah, uh, that doesn't. Yeah. So Ouya gets the Final Fantasy, and I'm still typing this thing in. Does it work? Does it work? Does it work? Uh, Manny, you linked me the wrong story. About what? <laughs> I all I got is a story about the FAA revoking licenses of pilots who missed an airport. What? That's impossible. <laughs> I just clicked on it and it worked. I don't know. I'm I'm having to type it into my phone. So Manny's trying to get me over to a story. Five three nine. Oh, oh! I did the wrong number. Wow, Kotaku's site is weird if you put in the wrong things. Five nine three one two nine seven. There we go. Boom. Yeah, here we go. So let's see if I can play this for you. Yes. So we have uh, some music um, from the Baldur's Gate uh, Enhanced Edition, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I just. So Manny has this for us. So take a listen. That's one of their combat tracks. And I think they, that's the main theme song, right? Uh, that was the Black Pits uh, combat music. And here oh. is some ambient music that you'll play while exploring. And, of course, unlike our show, both of those pieces will be in stereo in the game. Oh, there's and actually three pieces there, though. The main theme's up there. It's at the top. It's the top image. Oh, let's get the... Uh, ha, I see now. Very hard to tell on the phone. There's a main theme. These are all for the Black Pits um, area. At least that, that's how they're tagged, because that's the new adventure that's being included in the game. So you can look forward to that songs and, of course, all the original stuff from Baldur's Gate Enhanced Edition um, when that comes out later this year. September something, right? Yep. I figured, it it's a, it's a, yeah, I figured it's an audio podcast. Give them some audio treats. No, I'm, I think that's a really good idea. And that is coming out on... September 18th, I think. September 18th. Thank you. Yay. Uh, all right. Let's see. We covered Ouya. Nobody cares. Mists of Pan... Oh, I'm not, now I'm on last week's notes because I was looking for that date. Hold on. This week's notes would be nice. And the older public is now free. We talked about... Ooh, Anna. Anna. If people pre-order the new Harvest Moon, what do they get? A yak. A yak. That's right. Yes. The, the new Harvest Moon animal. It's finally been unveiled to the... To the suspense of millions, a yak. It's so, um, 
you will be able to pre-order via GameStop and get it. You will also be able to get it via the online Natsume store once we actually put up the landing page for that game because it's not done yet. That's why I can't announce it on Facebook yet, but mm. I can talk about it here. Um, and beyond that... Um, is that the new animal in the game? Yeah, there's two new animals in the game. One is the yak and one is the llama. The llama is the one with like the Elvis hair. Ah, Buffon or whatever. Yes. <laughs> or, I want to say fondue. That's not the right word. Um, no, not unless it's dipped in chocolate. What do you call that when you have the big... Oh, I can't even remember. I think it's like a Poufant or whatever. No, it is... Um... <laughs> Isn't Chris Bring called the Buffon of knowledge? Yes, the Buffon of Mac knowledge, but that's something else. Ah... <laughs> uh... Uh, we'll figure it out. If you know what that particular hairstyle is called, you can uh, tell us on the message. Wait, a pompadour? Pompadour! That's Yay! the one. <laughs> I was about to make a <laughs> Yusuke, uh, what's that called? The uh... Oh, I can't even remember. Well, Yu Yu Hakusho, the, the sidekick from Yu Yu Hakusho, Kurabara. Yeah, oh, that's one. something different altogether. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? That's a, that's a Japan special. It's a Japan special. No, he had a he had a pompadour. Whoever had a pompadour. Oh, but the one that goes out like an like two inches, like <laughs> yeah. a foot. Goes, yeah, yeah that, that's a Japan special. All right, I'm um, I'm excited though because we're gonna have some more pre-order news. Um, hopefully soon. So something that we didn't get to talk about when we talked about the free-to-play stuff is uh, Star Wars had an earnings call, or I guess EA had an earnings call or something. Yeah, that's and how we knew that the subscription dipped under a million. Well, that's what we didn't mention earlier. Their subscriptions dropped below one yeah, million. Yeah, I did. Oh, was it in your MMO roundup? I didn't hear no, that. No, it was like one of the first comments that I made about them going free to play. Oh, I wasn't listening. All right, well, we'll just keep moving on then. <laughs> Apparently, I wasn't listening. All right, Dragon's Dogma. How about this one? Who's been playing Dragon's Dogma? Anybody? Nobody. I reviewed it. You reviewed yeah. it. All right. Yes. Did you feel it was too hard? No, I thought it was too easy. Too easy. Well, um... <laughs> Well, you'll be pleased to know that beginner players are going to be getting an easy mode in the game. <laughs> Patch is coming, uh, I think, as soon, uh, like on August 6th, at least in Japan. I don't know if it'll be out here as well. I, I hope so. I don't know. It's hard to tell. This is on Andrea saying, and sometimes their news is only applying to the Japanese market. But there'll be an easy mode over there. And let's see. And you'll be able to change whenever you want, turn it on and off. And there will be a demo, a new demo on the PS3, at least in Japan, where it lets you play through the game's opening through the Hydra Battle. So it's an adventure demo. And you'll be able to uh, carry your save data from that demo over to the final build. This will be good for me, because I still haven't decided if I want to play this. Should I play this? Just can you give me yes or no? Should I play this, Alex? Yes. Yes, really? Oh. Hmm. I hear the end is, like, really awesome. Yeah, I really like the ending, actually. Yeah, all right. It's very well done. Yes. Unfortunately, um, I did not really like the ending of Mass Effect 3, but that doesn't stop them from putting out DLC. There'll be a new single-player DLC pack for Mass Effect 3. It's finally been announced. It's called Leviathan. Manny, you been looking forward to some single-player DLC? Who? You. Well, you haven't um, even played the game. Sure, when yeah. the game of the year edition <laughs> the game, comes out. You're the game of the year edition, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, that'll be fantastic, dude. Has anyone else played Mass Effect 3 here? I guess I'm asking you, Alex. Yeah, I completed it. You completed it. You looking forward to single player DLC? No, I've I've done with it. I feel I, I'm so done with it. I don't even want to go look at the new endings. That's that's how yeah, done with I, it I, I feel. Done that either. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but for those who do, 
Here it's uh it's a shepherd rescuing a scientist from an indoctrinated mining facility. Uh let's see. You'll be able to have new systems. There'll be new areas on the citadel. Uh, new characters, there'll be a shotgun that you get and a new assault rifle that you get and more info about the history of the Reapers. It'll be 10 bucks or 800 Microsoft points and sometime out this summer. And there's, of course, also there's also a single-player firefight pack which has two powerful new weapons and five bonus weapons available for 2 bucks or 160 Microsoft points. So, But that's not all the Mass Effect 3 news this week. The Wii U version had some details released for it. And let's see. The first time... They're going to make an interactive comic that covers the content of Mass Effect 1 and Mass Effect 2 to catch you up on the story so that you can jump right into Mass Effect 3 on the Wii U. Oh, yay. I hope it's going to be as crappy as the first one was. Was Oh, was the comic on the PS3 version bad? It it was... (laughs) It was not a great way to to get that content. Oh, really? Okay. Well, um, <laughs> look forward to it, Wii U owners, <laughs> whoever you will hey, become. Hey, but it's a launch title, right? Is that the big news? Uh, did they say that? I got the impression. Something's a, isn't it a Wii U launch title? I, I don't know if it's confirmed for launch because there's no date. Or oh, launch window. <sighs> yeah, I mean, there's no date, so how do yeah, you say I it's a launch Yeah, I think it's title? launch window. I mean, isn't it holidays 2012? It might be a launch title. I think they just have to figure that out. Wow, you look... Okay, so Skyrim Dawnguard DLC. Guess what? It's out on the PC. Who's the Skyrim player here? I am. You Skyrim player, Alex? No? I was. You were. Oh, you're done yeah. though. You're just d- yeah, done with you, that as well. You don't want to play any uh, vampire expansions? Not really. All right. Well, I kind of do. Dongar, the first expansion, it's out. It's twenty bucks on Steam, and there's you know reviewers and stuff out there. And there will be a PS3 version soon, but um, they are not happy with it's not working right on the PS3. Big shock. Bethesda has issues making things work right on the PSC, PS3, so they are going to keep working on that. And it is not, not out yet. And of course, it came out on the Xbox some weeks ago so don guard it's out go pick it up sony's gaming division could use a pickup uh they've got they've posted a lost a loss 14.5 percent sales decrease uh they've got lower sales than normal of hardware and software the psp and the ps3 and so they have a 3.5 billion yen which is 45 million dollar operating loss and that sucks. Uh, guys, is Sony doomed? How is the Vita doing? You mentioned only the PSP and the PS3. I don't know. They don't say anything about the Vita in this story. I don't understand. It's like they, they didn't expect the Vita to make money or something. Uh, their forecast uh, has dropped from $16 million to $12 million because... And let's see. That's... Uh, oh, for however many sold for the PSP and Vita. Um so they are expecting less sales of the Vita than before, and things aren't looking rosy. So, hmm. Maybe people just want new hardware. Well, the Vita is new hardware. Home console hardware. Ah, I think you're right. I think it's time for this console generation to end. You guys tried the long, you tried the long race and found out it doesn't work so well. Hmm. Hey, it worked great for PC gamers. PC sales and stuff seem to be really good right now. Yeah, and you can have like a like a four year old machine that still runs everything pretty pretty damn well. Yeah, no kidding. All right. Well, you want new home console hardware, Manny? 
I've got some new home console hardware for you. Are you going to say Ouya? Nope. It's another Kickstarter project. This is the Rift. The Oculus Rift. It is a virtual reality headset with a, uh, with, with a development kit and all this stuff. And they are going to, uh, they are kickstarting it. And they have made their $250,000 goal. They made it by quite a bit. They got $1.2 million. This is another product that doesn't actually exist. It is a VR headset designed specifically for video games that will change the way you think about gaming forever. Incredibly wide field of view, high resolution display, ultra low latency head tracking. Have you guys been waiting for a VR headset? Wait, wait, wait. Unless John Carmack is making this, I don't care. Uh, is he? I don't know. Carmack. John Carmack. Let's see. What I've got now is I honestly think the best VR demo probably the world has ever seen. <laughs> so um, he's seen a demo and he's he's liking that. Is that count? Cliff Blazinski. Wait, so he got the demo from these guys. Yeah, he got a demo from him. He's he's on board. Cliff Blazinski says, "Needless to say, I'm a believer. We're extremely excited here at Epic to get the Unreal Engine integrated with Oculus." course they like to get the uh, unreal engine integrated to everything so i don't know if that's saying that much uh let's see david helgeson at unity says i think this will be the coolest way to experience games in the future simply that that big uh velve michael abrish from velve says i'm really looking forward to getting a chance to program with it and see what we can do and promise games that we will never actually release for it oh wait did i add that last part i added that last part um, I'm a little bitter about it. Can I just buy the headset that John Carmack is making instead? The, <laughs> I know he's got his own, doesn't he? <laughs> well, yeah, he's not his. That. His is an augmented reality headset. This is yeah, a yeah, VR, man. and he, he used rocket technology to build it. Yeah, this is a VR rocket headset, rocket head technology. Um, all right, so check it out. You bid. Let's see. What's a what's what's the one? In order to actually get a prototype, you have to ped, pledge two hundred seventy-five dollars, and those all sold out. Um. Yes. Plus Doom BFG. Oh, I Wait, guess they aren't these they really just Doom for like to, like wasn't the intention to really get these uh that two hundred seventy five dollar level to developers so they can start testing stuff? Yeah, but of course people want to use it too. So what they've done is they packaged it with Doom three BFG, which I guess will be augmented to work with it since it's kind of already been augmented to work with those other goggles that Carmex dealing with. So I don't know. Anyway, they made their goal by quite a bit and. Oh, Abrash, Michael Abrash is apparently behind Valve's wearable computing stuff. They're working on wearable computers at Valve? How about they work on... Ha- is that bitter and old to say, how about they work on Half-Life 3 instead of whatever they're working on? Should I just give up on Half-Life? Is it time to move on? You know, on? someone's making it. I Slowly. It is bitter and old, says Alkukian. All right, I will give up on Half-Life then. All right, I'm done. Hey, it happens when it happens. It, 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 they obviously don't care about it happening at this point. Either that or they're just really bad at putting out games. It's one or the other. <laughs> when will Diablo 3 come out? What's yeah. taking so long? All right, so that's done. Yeah, all right. Well, they restarted it three times, which I assume is what's happening with Half-Life. <laughs> three, please. Four, five? I don't know. Okay, well, uh, yeah. So this guy did tech demos for people. It's the Oculus and... I don't know. Will this make oh, your is this, experience? What was that Kickstarter this, that we were looking at that you paid $10,000 and had the game hand-delivered? That was cool. Uh, that was for Crater. And that was, okay. that's not actually a Kickstarter. That's just on their site. That was a way for you to pre-order it. Oh, yeah. I see. Sorry. Um, yeah. So this might be the one that John was dealing with and working with for Doom for, Manny. That's just now it was kickstarted after the demos are done. Mm. So anyway, it's a VR headset. 
Who likes to play VR games? You guys ever play with those in arcades and stuff? No. There's I'm I'm hearing no excitement for this at all. Is that right? I don't know. Is this gonna make Final Fantasy ten fifteen better? <laughs> ten fifteen? Is that the fifteenth sequel to Final Fantasy ten? Final Fantasy XXX, is it gonna make that one Final better? Final Fantasy thirty, yes. The thirtieth Final Fantasy games. I think it will. Um the golden saucer will actually make you throw up. It'd be great. I don't right. know. And, and until until Microsoft and Sony start shipping these in their boxes, I don't care too much. But this would be its own thing. I'm okay with it being its own thing. We've been waiting for VR for like 30 years to like actually go somewhere. And now someone's trying to make it go somewhere. Let's, let's, let's do it now. I have technology. to get a demo in person. I, I just I've never had that experience before. I don't know if it's something I would like or enjoy. Six degrees of freedom, little... 110 degree view, field of view, 1280 by 800 resolution, 640 by 800 on each eye. I don't know how that works, but okay. Uh, it's not even full HD, but maybe since it's so close, it won't matter. Um, DVI, HDMI inputs, USB inputs, PC, mobile. You can hook it up to your phone. Is the idea. <laughs> Oh man, my email is gonna be insane. Yeah, it probably only work with uh, like an, uh, with the Android. Oh man! Though they have an Apple logo here and iOS logo for, for whatever that. Oh, means. dude, my Maps app is gonna be crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna drive with this on. <laughs> yeah, you it's can't like I'm see really in front of, of a building. It's, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so real. It's like I just ran over those people. Oh, oh. <laughs> All right. Well, whatever. That's uh, that's I, the Oculus. I, honestly, I don't have a frame of reference for this, so I, I I'd have to see it in purpose. Maybe like at some trade show or something. I try put it on, I'd, and my mind would be no. I'll admit that I was wrong here. If this turns out to be amazing, but I just don't know now. This is one of those projects that I'm donating a dollar to, so I can get the emails. Yeah, I want to see what happens here. All right, that's the Oculus. Hey, you know what? That that's also our show. That's our last story. Uh, check my outline here just to double check make sure I didn't miss nothing because I closed it thanks to the Oculus yeah. whenever I say Oculus I think of that dungeon in World of Warcraft it's just messing me up uh, oh we've got a review up of Rainbow Moon thank you Alex you can go watch that on, or watch it like we're doing video reviews you can go read that on our site uh, that's up now and that's it so thanks everybody for watching uh, we got uh, we've got uh, email addresses for you to send in feedback, podcast at rpgamer.com. You can call us at 608-729-4098 and leave a message. Uh, you can also go to our message boards, board.rpgamer.com. Go to the latest update section, check the latest show thread, and leave your feedback there. You can also email us a voicemail, take an MP3 file, email to podcast at rpgamer.com. And what else can you do? You make this little segment like Zoltan used to do where it tells us how to pronounce things. Zoltan, you need to send us something. It's been it's been so long. I'm calling you out by name, Zoltan. Send us something. Yeah. Uh, what else? Um, I think that's it. Uh, donate to us on Extra Life and uh, anything you guys want to share with everybody. Alex, Manny. No, I'm cool. Okay. Anna? This podcast is too short, man. No nope. podcast is too short. It's like 10:30. What happened? Ah, uh, we, we were on top of things today. Is what happened. Yeah, short and sweet. Where's our sidetracks? We didn't wander and talk about stuff that wasn't important. It's all video games. <laughs> it's all video games. I don't listen to podcasts. We just talk about video games. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, give us some sidetrack 
uh, options in our feedback next week, everybody. Well, I heard Star Trek. That's that's my end. Yes, that's your end. So, Chris, I hear you've been testing Mac OS X Mountain Line. Give me your thoughts for the next hour. Oh, I've been playing it. I, I use it. I'm recording the show on it right now. And it, it's like regular line, but... Yeah, yeah, I know. With the notification sending. Show. Yeah. Hang up. People yeah. want to go home. All right. All right, thanks, everybody. <laughs> If you have any tips on how I can get more out of my Mountain Lion install, send those to me as well. Podcast at rpgamer.com. All right, we'll see you next week, 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern at rpgamer.com slash live. Or, of course, on the feed on iTunes, please leave us a rating there as well. Five-star ratings help all the time. Until next week, everybody, enjoy your Olympics and enjoy Growl Lancer, as I hear it's quite fun. Growl Lancer. Bye-bye. Goodbye, everybody. Doesn't it sound like a growling Pokemon? Growl Lancer. Pika.